Um, welcome to episode seven of the Rebel Within podcast. Um, this podcast is pretty much going to be about uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, um, and pretty much all that stuff that surrounds that whole debacle there in Virginia and everything. I'm going to have a lot to say on this topic, and for the first time, I think this podcast is going to live up to the name I gave it, The Rebel Within, talking about how it's unapologetic, no bullshit. You know, and and, and I'm going to tell you right now, some people probably be offended about some of the things I say in here, but, you know, that's why this podcast is called what it is. First of all, uh, I'm just going to get to it. Um, I want to say that my heart goes out to the family who lost their daughter in that senseless and stupid ordeal that went on in Charlottesville, Virginia. No way do I believe in white supremacy, white nationalism, or anything. The KKK, I despise that bullshit. Um, But I will come up and say that this whole situation started because they wanted to remove a statue of Robert E. Lee. And see, the funny thing about that is people don't um, really realize it, but yes, Robert E. Lee fought for the Confederacy. But here's what a lot of people don't know about Robert E. Lee, and this is what I want to clear up. And see, people don't want people out here are either too ignorant of the truth or they don't want to know the truth because if they know if they know the truth, then they have nothing to complain about and they have no power, especially the government. But what I wanted to say was, first of all, Robert E. Lee never owned slaves. Um, He married the granddaughter of George Washington. And in that marriage, he was, uh, how, how, how do I put this? He was pretty much, um, willed slaves because he married his daughter. And so, They came along with her, but he set them free, and he was an anti-slave. He was anti-slavery. He was also anti-secession, which he didn't believe in secession. He thought in slavery and in secession not only was immoral wrong, but it was wrong against man and wrong against government. Robert E. Lee did not fight for the for the Confederacy for slavery. He was actually given the general of he was actually made command of the whole Union Army before Virginia succeeded, and then he went in told President Davis and President um, Lincoln that, hey, I'm fighting for the Confederacy because I'm a Virginian for one. My family's from Virginia. Everything I know and own and love and care about is in the state of Virginia. So, I'm fighting. What kind of man would I be if I pull my sword on my own people? That was the reason he fought for the Confederacy. 
But see, people don't see that and people don't get that. They automatically see the slavery part of it. But if you want to use the terms of the day, I guess chivalry's dead. Because if he would have went against his family and fought for the Union, hell, he'd probably be moralized and everything and probably would say, well, that was a great cause. Fuck his family. You know what I'm saying? Family shouldn't matter when it comes to stuff like that. That's the way the people of today would see that. That's how fucked up this country has got. But, going on from what I wanted to say to that, you know, you I just heard here on the news today that some people had uh, sprayed some stuff on the Lincoln Monument. Well, guess what? They need to. Abraham Lincoln was the, bigot, the biggest bigot of his time. That guy believed that white people and black people shouldn't intermingle. They shouldn't mix race. He believed that white people will always be superior to the black people. He even come out and admitted that if he could win the election and it didn't have anything to do with slavery, that's what he wanted. He didn't want to do anything that had to do with the institution of slavery. He thought he didn't have a right. He thought it was, you know, whatever. And so he... When the South succeeded from the Union and he knew that they were going to, um, a war was inevitable. He wrote up a document called the Corn Amendment. And the Corn Amendment was going to, was actually proposed to Congress as the original 13th Amendment to the Constitution. And which it had passed, but it didn't go through the Southern government. And it pretty much stated that if the South would agree upon a higher tax on everything that they produced that he would put in the Constitution of the United States that the federal government would never have the power to abolish slavery. Now here is a man that they gave as their emancipator. He gave them he was going to keep men in chains just to keep a nation. But yet they moralized this guy. They got him on a $5 bill. They think he's the greatest guy that ever walked the planet as far as a president. And yet he's the biggest bigot of his time. And what I want to know is why in his monument coming down in Washington. It probably never will. And the whole thing that I think is funny is. I just heard on the news a little while ago because they were talking on um, Fox News and somebody said something about well, what about, you know, the George Washington and stuff like that statue. Well, they said, well, the thing different between that was, yes, it was slavery and yes, it was wrong. And this was a black guy saying that. But then, guys, they didn't fight to keep people in chains. Like he said that the Civil War was fought mainly over slavery. Well, well let me tell you something. The Corn Amendment was proposed to the South before the first shot of the Civil War was fired. Okay. If you're going to fight a war, say, over slavery, okay, and the president says, look, we'll let you keep your slaves if you just agree to a higher tax upon 
those things that we're proposing. And uh, we're pretty much, um, you know, let you have your slaves and stuff. South pretty much told them they could stick it up their ass because it wasn't about slavery. It was about states' rights. People don't understand that it had to do with the economy. The North was pissed off because the South was making so much money and the South was so rich. And the North wasn't making as much money off of their industrial stuff because they were like, we can only sell to so many people. And the South's like, well, we can sell our raw goods anywhere we want to. We don't care about you. And they're like, no, you can't do that. That's wrong. Um, what about us? And the South's like, well, we don't care about y'all. And then they went back and forth. And then finally, um, the South succeeded from the Union. What people don't understand is, yes, the federal government overweighs state governments or whatever. But people don't realize you can succeed for anything. Like, you take, for instance, I think, is it Colorado? Is it California? And I think maybe one of the places already, like, uh, far statewide legalized marijuana for recreational use, right? Well, let's just come up and say that, like, say, 19 of the 50 states say, you know what, we want to legalize marijuana because... It would be good for our state, good for our economy. It would help us as far as taxes and everything like that. And a lot of people could leave because we'd make so much money on that or whatever. Well, if the state, if federal government says, no, we're not going to allow that. Well, those states are like, well, hey, let's band together and succeed. Let's band together and and. See, they could fight another civil war over something just stupid as marijuana. But people don't understand that. The whole thing that has to do with, with this whole thing is that my problem was this. is If you're going to go out and protest and riot and you do all this stuff, arm yourself with the truth. The real truth, not the truth that you read in any high school or college textbook, because you're not going to find the truth there. I hate to say that, but that is that is just the truth. It's not. Why do you think the government regulates what you can and can't learn in school? Why do you think they have a curriculum for you to go by? Because they don't want you to know the whole truth. Because once you know the whole truth, you have the power. Right? You have the knowledge. These people out here, and thing that really pisses me off is, they were people, like, yes, they were, they were white nationalists there, and they were clan there, and everything for, at that Robert E. Lee statue. But they were also people there that had nothing to do with none of them. They just didn't want the statue to come down because they wanted to preserve history. And that's what Donald Trump was trying to tell people. They were good people in the day. Oh, no. Everybody there were neo-Nazis. You can't. See, that's the thing. You can't be white and stand up for something without being a Nazi or a white nationalist or anything like that. You're just automatically a racist. I mean, you know, 
That's, I bet if you went out here tomorrow and you preached for um, Native American rights, you're probably a neo-Nazi. That's the way it is. That I mean, that's just how it goes. But the messed up thing is they want to call Donald Trump a Nazi and all that stuff like that, and they act like they want to blame it. Well, let me tell you something. There was neo-Nazis and white supremacy in this country before people even knew what it was called. You look at the massacre at Wounded Knee, where you, Indians, not only just males, fighting age and older, but young kids and women got massacred by the United States government just because, one, they wouldn't conform to our ways, they wouldn't believe in our religion, they didn't want to live like us. So guess what? Let's eradicate these fuckers. What is the difference between what they did to the Native Americans and what Hitler done to the Jews during the Holocaust? Nothing. It's just with Hitler, you have a scapegoat. With Hitler, you got one person to blame it on. The government can't take blame for it. You really can't find a scapegoat, so they find a way to justify it. That's just like our government is great at one thing, and that's scapegoating. They love to find a scapegoat for everything. And one of the things with that, too, is like, um, just keep on the Native American subject there. I've seen that they have a uh, statue of... Uh, General Custer, I think, is, is it in Missouri or somewhere? I think it is. And it ain't been too long ago it's been erected. Okay. Don't you think that when Native Americans drive by that, they're offended? Here was a man that was sent to kill a bunch of Native Americans. So is his statue coming down or what? Probably not, because our country don't give a shit about Native Americans. Never have, never will. That's just like that shit here a little while back with the Washington Redskins. The only way they, the only reason they did that is to say, so they'd shut the hell up. They don't give a damn about them. Never have, never will. They never gave a damn about Native American rights, but yet they want to sit here and they want to um, act like we're not going to have hatred and bigotry and shit in this country. Okay. Kind of moving on to other things you look at for instance um our governments don't want to offend people because they're afraid of what's going to happen see if that would have if that would have been a bunch of muslims and donald trump would have called them out oh man you would have never heard the end of that but because they were white neo-Nazis and he didn't call them out. Oh my God. And he said they were good people among us. Oh, he's the worst fucker on the planet. But if he would have said, oh, all them Muslims are bad. Oh man, you would have had the biggest uproar on the fucking planet. And that's just the way it is. And it's the truth about it. They want to blame Trump for everything that goes wrong in this country. But the problem is, a lot of it's our own government. 
Because our government don't want to educate fucking people on the truth. They had videos on YouTube asking people from college students all the way up because of the conflict that's going on in North Korea. They ask them, well, do you know where North Korea is? Could none of them point to where North Korea was on a fucking world map? Hell, four or five of them pointed to Canada. Are you kidding me? Really? That's how stupid and ignorant fucking people have got. See, people can't see the world unless it's inside of their four to six inch fucking cell phone screen. They don't know what the world is like outside of that fucking cell phone screen. I honestly think the smartphone was invented to keep people fucking stupid. To keep people from seeing what's really going on in the world. Because as long as you pay attention to what's going on on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and shit like that. As long as you can keep your face in that screen, the government can get away with whatever the fuck they want to. But they want to sit here and scapegoat Donald Trump for everything. Here's the thing that gets me. I've had, like, one thing I'll not, I'll knock Donald Trump for is his hiring of Nikki Haley. And I can't stand that chick, and I'll get to that in a minute, but there's something else I want to say. I'm going to come out and admit it, straight up, yes, I voted for Donald Trump. But I didn't vote for Donald Trump for all his other views except for two things. One, I like it because he's politically incorrect. And two, he was the only person that went on TV and publicly bashed Dykin Incorporated for leaving New York State and going to Mexico. Barack Obama didn't do it. Hillary Clinton didn't do it because they didn't give a shit. They don't give a shit about American jobs. I lost my job to Mexico. I had to find out how I was going to put food on the fucking table, clothes on my back, and pay my fucking bills. But all these leftists and liberals around here, they don't care about that. As long as you don't offend some damn body, they don't care. But where were these fuckers at when I needed to pay my bills? No fucking where, because they don't give a shit about none of that. But if they lost their jobs, they'd be whining and complaining and shit. But... I digress. Now, getting back to the Nikki Haley thing. See, when Dylan Ruth shot those nine people in that church in, in uh, Charleston, which was senseless, tragic, idiotic, and just plain out dumb. And yes, he was a racist. Okay. But what people don't understand is they lowered the United States flag and they lowered the Confederate, the uh, state flag. And people ask, well, why wasn't the Confederate flag um, lowered to half staff? Where they thought, oh man, those mean old sons of Confederate veterans didn't um, lower that flag to half staff. Well, what people don't understand is with that resolution that came there in the mid 90s, and they took the um, flag off the court, off the courthouse dome. Or off the um, 
Capitol Dome and put it on the Confederate Soldiers Monument. And they agreed upon that it'd never be moved again. The only people that had a right to move that flag was the South Carolina legislation. That was the only people that could move that flag for any reason. And what pissed me off was, it wasn't that the flag came down. It was how it came down and the shit that went around it. See, well, they got pissed off that the flag wasn't lowered to half mass. So Nikki Haley let them jump all over that shit. But then when the media found out that, oh my God, the South Carolina legislation controls the, uh, the movement of that flag, oh, Nikki Haley fucking panicked. And then, oh, well, we're going to throw all that on um, Dylan Roof and we're going to throw it on the flag itself because we don't want to take blame for fucking nothing. We don't want to be blamed for not bringing the flag to half mass. Okay, if you knew it, if you knew that and just didn't do it, shame on you. If you didn't know, okay, maybe you could get away with that. But how could you be a South Carolina governor and not know that? Okay. And another thing that gets me is then they then once they found out that, they had to go on that boy's Facebook page and find a um picture of him holding a gun and Confederate flag. I've heard now through several different sources that uh, that photo was actually photoshopped. That he originally didn't have the flag in his hand. I don't know. I'm not getting into that. I'm not laying blame on that. But I'm just saying that's what pissed me off. Our country loves scapegoats. Especially Barack Obama. Like every time they had a mass shooting, the first thing he'd come out of his mouth was gun control. He never once blamed national, what was it, Islamic terrorism because he didn't want to offend Muslims. But yet you'll, but yet you'll offend, offend Americans who have guns, but you probably think they're sorry fucking people anyway. That's just like trying to say, well, you're on a gun. You're a bad person. Just like they're talking about this shit at Charlottesville. Okay. But he didn't want to offend Muslims. That was the whole thing about it. I got, to, I get tired of the scapegoating shit in America. Take blame for the shit that you do. And stand up and be a man about it. Or a woman about it. Or being a fucking adult about it. Don't try to find a scapegoat for every little old fucking thing that goes wrong. Man the fuck up. There's a lot of truth out here. You just gotta read for it. And like I said before, you're not gonna find the truth in no high school or college textbook. And one way I can prove that was... When I was in eighth grade and I was still living in South Carolina, we had South Carolina history, the history of South Carolina. And not one time in that whole book did it mention that in Chesterfield, South Carolina, the town of Chesterfield, which is the town of the county of Chesterfield in South Carolina, which is where I'm from, the town of Chesterfield, 
is where the state of South Carolina had their first secession meeting. You don't read that in any history book. You know how you find that out when you go on the internet, but back then, then by that time, the internet wasn't even around then. Two, there's a monument in town that tells you about that. I told somebody about it. It's like, oh, no, it ain't. I had to go show it to them. They're like, oh, you're right. I'm like, yeah. That's what happens when you know about history. See, I know a few things. I read a lot of books. I don't get my information on like YouTube and stuff, although they are videos and stuff on there that I'm going to link with this that backs a lot of the things that I say. But I read a lot of books. I have a library card. I go to the library a lot of time to check out books and read. A lot of people don't know this. I originally wanted to be a history teacher back in the day. But I look at it now and I'm kind of glad I didn't because, see, the government regulates what you can teach. They give you a curriculum and you have to go by that. If you teach outside of that curriculum, you can be fucking fired and stuff like that. Why do you think they control what you want, what they teach you? Because history is written by those who are victorious. And because the North won the Civil War, especially that part of history, they're going to make it look so good on their side. And we were so bad. Of course, of course it's going to benefit them. You got to have a guy to put on a pedestal and you got to have a villain. So they take Robert E. Lee and all them guys and make villains out of them. Make them look so bad when, truthfully, some of them weren't really bad people at all. Did you know back in those days that if you were white and you taught black people how to read and write, that you could be arrested for that? That was almost considered treason back in those days. But Robert E. Lee taught slaves and black people how to read and write. Because he thought they should know. But you don't hear none of that. My whole thing is, is all I'm trying to tell people is, know your history before you go out and do stupid shit. Before you sit there and do all this rioting and protesting and, and all this stuff. The truth is out there. You just got to be willing to look for it. Um, I just want to say that I'm not and ever will be a racist or a bigot. I don't condone the KKK. I actually hate the KKK. I wish the motherfuckers would fall off the face of the earth. White nationalists, white supremacy, none of that stuff should ever stand. I am total, I am, I agree for total rights with everybody. But you can't always give the one side and not give to the other. It's not fair. That's what starts a lot of this shit. It's because you're always for one. You're always one sided and you never see or hear or try to listen to the other side. And one other thing I want to say before I get out of here, I really didn't want to bring religion into this because I know how some people feel about it. But, you know, you have all these liberals and these leftists out here and they all they. They preach all this love and understanding and compassion and all that stuff. Well, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ did the same thing, and he was crucified. 
All I'm saying is if Jesus was to come back today in human form and walk this earth again, he would be crucified again for the same things. Because y'all say y'all believe in these things, but when he preaches it and, and preaches the way that it was supposed to be meant, supposed to be understood, y'all crucify him for that. So if you're going to walk the walk and talk the talk, Know what you're preaching before you go out and do it. That's all I really have to say. I didn't want this podcast to drag on forever. But um, that's pretty much it. There's probably a lot more I could have said stuff. But yeah. So that's pretty much it. You know. Um, so this is our Bill with the Rebel Within podcast signing out. Have a good day. Have a blessed day. Talk to you later. Bye.